and welcome to That Friday Feeling Podcast with me, Helen Bartram, and special guest, Heather Rose. Today, I'm joined by the lovely Heather Rose, and we're going to be chatting about family well-being and how you as a family can be keeping feeling good right now. Children and family well-being is one of my passions. It's something that I've trained in for many years, and I've had the absolute privilege of working with families to support their well-being. When we look at the fact that at least one in eight children have a clinical mental health diagnosis, it's so, so important that we, as adults, take responsibility for supporting our children in the best way that we can. So that's not to put pressure on any parents that feel like they're struggling right now, but actually, to the best of our ability, what can we do to feel good as a family together and that's the beauty of it is that a lot of the things that we can do together as a family will make us feel good as the parents but also our children feel good. Let's have a little look at what happened when I caught up with Heather and discussed all things family well-being. So hello everybody today I've got with me um, Heather from Mindset and Me and we are bringing you and that Friday feeling episode focusing on your family and how you can feel good right now. So Heather, welcome to the podcast. Um, oh, thank you. Thanks so much for coming. Um, I and know you Friday. are. It's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. It's <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I know you are like me in that one of your passions is family well-being and. I think that when we end up at a place and we're linked to a passion, it's probably because of some of the struggles that we've been through in life. Um, I was hoping that you could just briefly tell us a bit of a backstory about motherhood for you and how you discovered that children's well-being is a passion for you. Yeah, so it's quite a long story, so I'll try and keep it in a little bit of a nutshell. Um, so I am very passionate about this subject so thank you thank you for having me on today um, so a little bit of a backstory to me um, it started obviously in my childhood um, at high school I was really bullied at school um, bullied for having a brace um, I used to have to have it in a head brace kind of thing and sit in assembly so you can imagine you know kids are not kind and I got severely bullied I was bullied for being fat ugly um, really really badly um, bullied um, at the age of 15 I was raped um, and I never told anybody my story at the age of 16 I tried to take my own life and from then on it was just like a vicious circle I was getting in and out of um, mental abusive relationships and just being bullied um, from adults then um, struggling with my mental health massively struggling with depression struggling with you know um, self-love confidence all that sort of stuff um, dis- um, got really bad anxiety and then from then on I lost five I've lost over the course of of my life so far five babies I was car hijacked and dragged from a car and I lost a baby from that and um, then I had my miracle baby Isaac who's now 13 um, and we've had quite some journey he's 13 he's got ADHD and autism um, so you can imagine you know it hasn't been plain sailing for us we had lots of difficulties at um, from age three onwards um, and a five-year battle to get some any help and obviously changing my own life and my own mental health you know my own mindset and mental health and and improving that I was able to help Isaac because three years ago Isaac was rock bottom and wanted to take his own life and we were told that 
the child mental health team was a three-year waiting list and as you can imagine you can, there's nowhere that's acceptable and I couldn't yeah. wait that long so with the tools that I've learned to you know implement in my own life um, I was able to do that with him and try help him transform his life so um, yeah so that's a little bit about me in a tiny nutshell wow wow um so we'll get to the tools in a moment um but first of all I first of all wow well done for actually taking matters into your own hands and I think um as a mum um we know so much more than um the experts about our children um obviously we don't have the the qualifications and stuff but if anybody's listening and in a similar position um how do you kind of start going about actually trusting your own motherly intuition and knowing that, you know what, I've got to do something here um, and actually acting upon it? It's, yeah, it, it's being a mum and listening to your instincts and following through and don't let um, anybody's other opinion, you know, alter that. You know, so many teachers used to tell me, oh, he's just a naughty boy. There's nothing wrong with him. We can't get anybody in to assess him at school. He's just naughty. And I knew he wasn't. So you've just got to keep fighting and go with your own instincts, Um, you know, and it's speaking out. You've got to have the courage to speak out and fight for your children Um, because, you know, I know like we put our confidence, don't we, in teachers and people who are in a role that we think that we can trust and believe that what they're telling us. But sometimes if your instinct is saying otherwise, you've just got to go against that and think, no, you know, I know I want somebody to assess my child or whatever it may be and just keep fighting. And you need to you know, shout from the rooftops until you're heard. Yeah, I can absolutely relate to that. So my daughter um, at the age of five started having seizures and we were kind of um, dismissed quite a lot of it, this could be normal. Um, and I was like, mm, this isn't normal. Um, and then obviously you have the battle of trying to get school to understand what's going on and how they need that extra care. It's tough, isn't it? And I think yeah. had you not, had the awareness of the tools that you use it's a bit worrying to think where things end up isn't it and I think for me knowing how I was aware of mental health and mindset how that's helped me to actually um help my children so for anyone listening would you advise that this isn't just about family well-being as in for our children but about parents too totally definitely obviously I had some understanding because I'd been through you know quite a lot myself and struggled with my own mental health and all that jazz so I was able to pick up signs probably more so than somebody who doesn't struggle a parent that's not struggling or been through anything in their life and I was easy you know easier to pick up those signals um but yeah you've just got to you know realize that our children are, you know, this day and age, they're struggling with so much right now, aren't they? In yeah. you know, social media, um, things at school, bullying, all sorts of things. And it's it's picking up and trying to do mindfulness. You don't have to wait till your child is struggling. That's what I'm trying to say, I yeah. think. You, yeah. You've got to implement things into your family life to help your children become resilient in life, give them that tools for the toolbox so that when they come up against something in life, they've got those tools that they can get out and implement and have that growth mindset. Um, So I think it's 
I think parents sometimes, no offence, because we don't think it's going to happen to us or our yeah. child's not going to struggle with this and they're not showing signs of that yet and I don't need to do that. My child's fine, confident and happy. But I think if we implement it at an early age or as soon as we can, you know, it prevents anything happening down yeah. the line. Absolutely. I am all over that. And I think that's it. The, the one thing that struck out for me there that you said was about um, implementing this into family life. So I absolutely agree. So I think that we, we can all do this. And actually what we're doing is we're just nurturing them to have these skills that when they hit challenging times in life, because that's one thing we can guarantee, the will, the will experience challenges in life, that actually they've got tools and they've got an understanding on how they can navigate it better than me and you probably had growing yeah. up definitely definitely indeed it's it's implementing things that are so easy that we can implement without really thinking about it that you know our children are going to you know absorb and take into their own lives and if we can help our future generation by giving them some tools to take away with or showing them how they can practice mindfulness or positive affirmations or breathing exercises to help them calm down in situations that's going to go a long way because they can take that into their own life feed to their own families then you know and we're affecting a whole new generation yeah nothing was like this when I was younger um you know when I was younger we didn't even really have social we didn't have social media so now we've got social media and so much at our fingertips we've got YouTube videos we've got you know coaches we've got all sorts of resources out there now that we can tap in at the touch of our fingertips so why not use it you know we don't have to wait until there's a problem to address something you know we want to be putting those measures in place that we don't you know come across these struggles and our children don't be affected by things yeah I absolutely agree so then talking about the tools um, I know you mentioned a few there what have been the most powerful tools that you and Isaac have learned and implemented oh the list is endless <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think for us is one was affirmations, positive affirmations. So anyone yeah, yeah. um, listening to this who doesn't know what they are, they're positive words and statements that we say to ourselves. And if you asked me about them four years ago, I would have like said, what are affirmations? How can they change my life? But honestly, having used them myself, they can change your life. So our brains absorb everything it's taught, whether that's good, bad, whatever it's fed. So all my life I was fed you know, you're fat, you're ugly, you're worthless, you'll never achieve anything. And the more it's said to you, what do you believe? You believe it, don't yeah, you? Yeah. The more it's yeah, said yeah. to you, you believe it. So we have to train our brains to the positive side of things. So positive affirmations and shouting positive things to you and reading positive words and statements on a daily basis, you're overwriting all that negativity that is being fed. So for us, and for Isaac, it's been a massive part of our life. And that's how Mindset and Me was born because affirmations were that thing that changed our lives. Um, so as well as that, journaling, writing down your feelings, having a good brain dump has really helped us. Um, so every night um, we have like a, a brain dump where we write anything that we're feeling, um, anything that's going on, but as well as 
like negatives, we always make sure that we put three things that we're grateful for that day. And it could be the smallest things. It's making our children appreciate the small things. You know, even on a bad day, when you think that you've had the worst day ever, um, there's always something to be grateful for, whether that's you've got food on the table, you've got central heating, you know, whatever it may be, there's always something to be grateful for. Um, breathing techniques was another one, mindfulness breathing techniques. We do um, a really fun one. We call it the roller coaster breathing exercise. So you have your hand out in front of you with your fingers and thumb and you trace up and down your fingers. So like a roller coaster. So if you've got one side, you're breathing, big deep breath in and then hold it at where you get to the top of your finger. And then when you trace down the other side of your finger, you give it a good release. And then the same again, when you go up the next one and so on. So it's like a roller coaster. Isaac absolutely loves that one. So there's lots of breathing exercises that we've done. And I think for us as well is just being mindful, um, going out in the fresh air, spending time off devices was a massive thing to help our mental health. We all get so engrossed, don't we, in life and, you know, our phones, social media, our kids now are on devices, the gaming all the time. It's a different world as it was when we were kids. I don't know about obviously you, Helena, I'm not sure how old you are, but for me, we played out on the streets. We yeah. didn't have the game devices or anything like that. It's a whole new world now, isn't it? It's yeah. We had an Atari growing up that took about 45 minutes to load one game. So, yeah, um, it was Bulldog in the street and uh, football at the end of the road for us. So, yeah, so I think that's it. You're right. It's consciously taking effort to get outside and have fresh air like we did growing up. Um, one, one thing we do as well what's really helped as a family and we're doing it now and especially in lockdown as well on a Sunday we have when we're sat having dinner we have like a family meeting and we discuss um, you know what's worked for us that week what's upset us you know what's gone well and um, what we're grateful for what's made us smile what's made us laugh anything that we want to bring up and we always talk about the week ahead what we've got going on um, and and I just have like a family meeting and that really really helps us understand each other because I think especially our children they don't really understand what the adults go through either so I think if they have an understanding of what we've got going on and what we are grateful for what's been hard for us that week it gives them more of an understanding. Oh, I love that because it's right because in terms of us managing communicating with our children because you're right it feels like even though we're in lockdown we're all in the same house we, we are we are all doing our own little thing yeah. um so actually consciously sitting together and right let's chat like what what feels right for our family right now what feels good what do we want to improve on um yeah. what do we want to do more of I love that and actually keeping nurturing that communication because you're right there'll come a point where our children will be teenagers and we'll just get grunts and um <laughs> stomp and, and the prompt questions that you ask each other can lead to bigger conversations so you can have a discussion about it it's like a topic isn't it so I like I said to Isaac you know what have you what what do you feel that you've not done well on this week or you know what's upset you and whatever he responds obviously you can take that into a bigger conversation and say yeah well, how did that affect you? What do you think you could do different next time? Is there a different approach you could have taken? And we could all share ideas about it. So, you know, it gives them then the tools, you know, with the suggestions that we give him how he could improve or whatever the situation is to go away and implement. 
yeah I think I think it's right it's giving them that space and also them knowing they've got that space because sometimes they might not want to share anything but there'll be other times when they'll feel more comfortable because they know that they've got that space um I think you're right leading by example is massive for us isn't it as parents um to just be aware and hold space for our children and I know it sounds like common sense but actually we're so busy um, although we're busy doing nothing right now it feels like um, but we are so busy and the screen time thing I am absolutely guilty of from the minute I get up um, I feel like I'm on a screen of some sort whether it's sitting and doing skewer work with the kids on theirs whether it's me doing work on my laptop or just having a little check-in on social media and my new clubhouse addiction and I consciously have to have to remind myself come on Helen you're leading my example how can you say to the kids you've been on that screen all day come off um yeah. when I'm doing the exact same thing I know. yeah leading by example is massive isn't it it certainly is you've got to lead by example because that's you know you don't think they're listening to us sometimes you know we always think the kids are not listening um but they are they absorb everything that goes on around them so our actions you know our body language how we speak the words that we use uh, the language all that kind of thing our children are absorbing all the time um and yeah you, you you're building your own children in respect yeah and I think that actually leads me on to something really nice I'd love to get your opinion on this so for me one of the massive game changers in our house was me being open me and dad being open to um the children actually giving us feedback in terms of um if if I'm saying you do something and then I do the opposite I'm so open to being pulled up on how can you tell me to do that when you're doing this and actually me then being able to well actually because I'm an adult I can do this or actually you know what I'm telling you to do one thing and me do the other it's confusing so when we're open to I guess receiving constructive criticism from our children uh, we can actually nurture them relationships deeper does that make sense yeah definitely I think it's important to give our children a voice and an opinion um, and that builds their self-esteem as well which in return builds their confidence Um, and I, I do think they should have a voice and you know give their their feedback and that's why I love our like um, family meeting on a Sunday because we do give you know Isaac the chance to have a voice and say you know and sometimes if there's things that have made him sad or is not liked that week could be things that we've done so we can you know open that conversation and say right okay um you know I appreciate you saying that I'll take it on board and see if I can I can improve as a as a parent and a person yeah but also maybe explain to him well this is why I've done it and yeah you know you are not at the age where you can do that right now and you know have that conversation what's right and wrong and all that sort of stuff yeah and that's what I was going to say sometimes it's just a case of it, it is what it is that's how the dynamics of this family are right now but sometimes yeah. it it is a case of actually you've got a valid point there I'm going to take that on board and um actually like we've never parented before we've never done this before so we are all technically winging it to some degree um, there's no handbook is there to tell no. how to do it right <laughs> well there's probably plenty on amazon but they're not well, right for me yeah <laughs> that's it it is just about using our um intuition and our best knowledge and genuinely just doing our best today exactly exactly <laughs> and that can be very different on some days to other days oh yes 
we're all um, we're all human at the end of the day we are and that's it and actually opening up and saying to our children hey my bad I made a mistake is one of the best lessons they will ever see is that we're not perfect we're not these kind of superhuman robots like let our children see that we're human and then they won't grow up with expectations to be some kind of superhuman robot themselves exactly. and I'm very much on you know sometimes we do say things that we shouldn't say we're not like we so we go back to the I'm human we are and you yeah. know if Isaac's having a meltdown or kicking off or whatever you know kids do um you know and I say something I shouldn't or I shouted or I said something yeah and we've all calmed down I'll always go back and try and apologize if you know if it's needed or yeah. say well even if it's not needed that it it, it was worth shouting at but maybe the the choice of words that I've used so I'll always go to Isaac and say I'm sorry for using that word my choice of words wasn't right and I do apologize for that so I think if they hear us apologizing for things and saying look you know we've cocked up actually you know we're human yeah. just like you um but acknowledging it and apologizing leads a good example for them to do the same when they've yeah. cocked up they say look yeah I admit I've said something wrong I've done something wrong I apologize yeah that's amazing and actually what a lesson for them to learn about about us being human and apologizing and we're not always going to get it right are we no um fab so that then brings me to what you do today heather so heather as i mentioned at the beginning has um mindset and me tell me about mindset and me and how you help other families right now yes so we launched mindset and me about two and a half years ago um and we launched it just after obviously i'd helped isaac transform his life um due to the lack of support out there for us and we had a lot of following on social media following our journey and people was inboxing us you know saying what have you done with isaac it's amazing <laughs> what you're doing we've been watching you know his school said wow what a transformation and we're sharing our journey on social media and it was just quite, even to Isaac, it was quite alarming how many messages we were getting, you know, my child's struggling with that, or, you know, my child's been through that, or as an adult, I've been through the same as you, Heather, and I don't want my child to struggle, and it was quite alarming, to be honest, that people were just struggling, but there's no help and support out there, a very lack of, yeah. you know, the huge waiting lists here in the UK for all sorts of, you know, help and support for mental health, for children. And we were like, wow, we, we need to do something. Um, apart from just sharing our story, what else can we do? And we just like, I just had this vision of putting the affirmations that me and Isaac have used onto flashcards. And I went, wow, you know, we've got to do this. You know, if affirmations have changed both our lives, what impact could we have to other children and families? Um, so Isaac said, we've got to do something, Mummy. We've got to launch something. And he said, and he came up with the name and logo. So Isaac oh, is very much that. part of the business. Yeah. So we launched just with the affirmation cards um, and they just absolutely flew out. It was incredible. And um, with it, one parent purchased a set of affirmation cards. Her son, and this makes me cry to this day still. <sighs> um, she said he he's been bullied at school. He was seven and he was coming home every day from school, crying and begging his mum and dad to let him have an operation to change his face. Oh, that just absolutely broke me. And it just put respect that so many children out there are struggling. They're being yeah. bullied, the pressures of, 
you know, the, the, the social media and the friends to fit in. It's just scary. Um, and she bought a set of affirmation cards. And within about three months, she messaged me back sobbing, saying, I can't thank you enough, Heather. I didn't think that these would work, and they have. Is now oh. a confident little boy. He goes to school and stands up to his bu- bu- um, bullies um, and is a different child. Thank you so much. And I was like, wow. You know, Incredible. this is making an impact and we need to make more of an impact because how many more are struggling out there? Yeah. Um, so we launched a few more sets of affirmation cards and a teenager set. Um, and then we moved on to like the journals because obviously journaling was a big part of our life. So we have children's journals and children um, journals for mums. So you could journal together because that's what me and Isaac did. Um, and then we moved on to um, a children's storybook. So we put Isaac's story, how he um, struggled with his emotions and the tools that we used to help him with his emotions into a children's book. And we launched that um, 12 months ago. And we're just launching next month our sequel book, which is Isaac, the Master of Confidence. Um, and how Isaac has managed to get more confidence and the tools, again, that we've used to help him build his confidence. Um, and we have, obviously... Um, clothing as well with positive affirmations and things on so yeah we do lots of things um now so it's amazing and just hearing people's stories of how it's helped them is just absolutely incredible um we've been in the um radio station bbc radio manchester lancashire we've been in the papers and we've had an article in a glossy magazine um, spirit and destiny magazine if you've heard of that yeah and we've been in there so it's just been an incredible journey so I'm very excited at more what we can do wow you have absolutely embodied the turning pain into power sentiment so it's (laughs) I love it stories help you don't know what your story can achieve you know have yeah. an impact and this is something you know I, I train in the business side of what I do with my other business yeah. is you know training people to share your story because you might not think people want to listen and it's not bragging or boasting or for sympathy or anything like that but you don't know what impact your story can have on other people and what people can take from that I get messages all the time saying Heather I've followed you for so many years or and you just inspire me every day to and you help me want to continue with my life and you give me that hope so you know by sharing your story can be so powerful to somebody wow so I actually had a similar thing when I um recorded my TEDx speech when I was talking about mum guilt because there was a while when I thought what happens if this is just my own experience what happens if I'd done a talk on this and it didn't resonate with anybody um and I obviously had to get over that but when I'd done it the amount of people that messaged me was like oh my god thank you for actually speaking about that or normalizing that and I thought you're right sometimes we have to just be vulnerable and courageous and share our events and our experience in order to help people feel normal I I hear something well I haven't got a story I haven't been through something like you Heather how can I have an impact yeah it doesn't have to be a big story it could be something so little so for instance um last week I shared you know for me we've just got a new puppy and I had to be back for an early meeting so which means with the weather right now it's dark quite till like eight o'clock so I had to go out in the dark and that doesn't 
mean a lot to some people but to me that was terrifying so mm-hmm. for what I'd been through previously in my life has made me terrified of going out in the dark and going out alone and I pushed through that barrier and I went and, and took the puppy for a walk in the dark and I went and shared that on social media after and the amount of messages that I've got saying thank you for sharing that because I'm scared of the dark too and I just thought it was me and I thought I was being silly and you just don't know who you're reaching out you know and those people now might have that confidence to go and tackle something that they're scared of so it is so powerful to just share even the tiniest of stories that you don't think is worth sharing it is worth sharing yeah I think you're absolutely spot on there if you can inspire somebody else to take action that's courageous or just be comfortable with being themselves and accept do you know what I'm scared of the dark as well um I thought it was just me um yeah so so powerful so where can the any listeners find you then Heather so I'm everywhere on social media (laughs) everywhere (laughs) yeah you can find me on clubhouse yes I'll be there (laughs) so we've got um, a Facebook page mindset and me Facebook page and we've also got a group so if you search mindset and me parent support group we have a group um, where I offer loads of support to parents free worksheets to help with the kids lots of tips lots of hints lots of you know advice there um it's an amazing community that we've got there where we all help each other um and you can find me on instagram and obviously my personal profile heather rose awesome well thank you so much for joining us and sharing um yeah my pleasure thank you for having me well there we have it another podcast down next week i'm joined by a gentleman who is going to chat to us about what we're putting into our body and how that can affect how we feel. See you guys next Friday.